Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly Podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. All right. I am so excited to welcome Marissa Fontana, an intuitive consultant, spiritual coach for aspiring CEOs. Welcome, Marissa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Mandy. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to finally connect with you for the podcast. We've been talking for a while. So um, yeah, do you want to tell us all about what you do? Yeah. Um, So in a nutshell, um, my mission is to really um, awaken this army of lightworkers that I know are laying dormant in corporate America and get them into the C-suite. So my background um, is in corporate a decade with an insurance firm, um, kind of climbing the ladder. And along my along the way, I was also going through kind of my spiritual evolution and my spiritual journey. Um, and as I move forward, I realized the more and more I let them blend together, the more successful I was becoming, the more fulfilled I was feeling. Um, and so there's really this like power that comes from the integration of like all parts of ourselves. And so I work with um, typically women who are ambitious, high achieving, want to take on the world, want to make an impact um, and help them really feel nourished across mind, body and spirit, not just um, the physical, tangible stuff that they're focused on Um, and really just kind of awaken them to who they are and what they're capable of and, and set them on the path to, to achieving that. I love that. And I feel like that's so important because, um, you know, I feel like a lot of us try to fit ourselves into this mold and we're so focused on that, that we kind of forget who we are and our own sense of purpose. So there can be a lot of limitations around that in that corporate setting. Um, so yeah, I love that Marissa. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey and how you arrived at this work? I always find it interesting um, connecting with people with like that more spiritual journey um, in terms of like the coaching and energy work. So curious how like what your journey was about how you arrived. Sure. So um, again, I had been kind of climbing the corporate ladder, very successful, very happy. I was an excellent people pleaser. I knew what people wanted from me and I met their expectations, right? And and I think a lot of us can can relate to that. Um, and But then I got to a moment where I was like, it was feeling sticky and I wasn't moving the way that I wanted to move. And so I thought, okay, it's time to get a career coach. Um, so I interviewed maybe half a dozen career coaches that were going to do my LinkedIn strategy and my resume and like all of this surface level stuff. But then I realized like, holy shit, I don't know what I actually want, right? Like I want something else, but I don't know what I want. And, and sure, these people like could help me with the, the surface level stuff, but 
I need someone who's going to go deep, who's going to help me figure out who I am, what I want, why I want it, how to get there. Um, And I couldn't find that with anyone. So I ended up getting certified as a career coach myself. um, And then at the same time discovered um, how to use astrology through the lens of, of career. And so have been using kind of career coaching development framework with astrology Um, again, to go through that self-discovery process and really get clear on who I am versus who I thought I needed to be to be successful and like fully, fully lean into that. So before I started doing this coaching work for other people, um, it was a, a job pivot for me. So in the same company, I went from a highly strategic analytical role, which is like not my, I I am that way because I've learned to be that way, but like naturally I want to nurture people and make them feel loved and lift them up and be supportive. So I like kind of took on this like, um, uh, chief of staff role for a lot of my leaders, because that was like where I was most aligned. Um, but then I took a career pivot and started working uh, in an area where I was focused on the consumer and helping business leaders, these very strategic thinking people understand the emotions that people are going through as they do business with us. Um, So there is definitely a way of like staying in the corporate space and then finding where to leverage your skills, right? So Um, And that's essentially what I want to do is, is help, or that's essentially what I do is help people align to that, whatever that thing is. And then everything else will just fall into place um, from there. So yeah, it was a a gap in the market, I guess, that I found because I couldn't find um, what I needed. And so I know that there are more people out there. I've been working with clients kind of behind the scenes. I feel like this is almost, they're like, hidden superpower now that they know their astrology and they know how to make decisions. Um, Yeah. And it it does, it feels like a movement is starting now as people start to click in with, with their purpose and, and start to live it. Yeah. That is so cool because yeah. And as you said that it doesn't, it's not even a matter of leaving the corporate world. It's just like tapping into that purpose to even bring out these deeper qualities of yourself for yes. the corporate world. Um, and as you rise, others rise around you, even within the corporate world, um, which I think is really, really awesome. I know like with my journey, I started to grow with the company and I got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I, I, think I proved to myself that I can grow with the company. And then I found yoga because I was um, cross-training for a marathon and like yoga planted the seed of like almost coming back home to myself. Um, so like those deeper things. So Marissa, do you want to talk a little bit about how your work connects with nature in regards to the astrology perspective as well? Yeah, sure. So um, and there's the more time I've had to think about this, it's it's really so interwoven, honestly, all of yeah. it. Um, but like in a nutshell, especially, you know, the tropical zodiac and, and Western astrology is a study of the seasons. Like this, the 
the zodiac wheel is fixed in the sky based on the constellation that was coming up on the horizon um, when it was first discovered. And even though the stars have actually shifted since then, we still use this zodiac because it's a measure of the seasons and each of the signs kind of embodies the characteristic of that season. So just like a brief example, Aries, we're like kind of, I think we're halfway through Pisces season when we're recording this, we'll be in Aries season, I think when this is released. And Aries is about getting started, newness, action, motion, right? And it also aligns with the spring equinox when things are sprouting and growing and starting new and fresh. Um, so really, if you if you really study the whole wheel, it's very connected to the seasons of nature um, and learning to live by that. That's why I like to track, you know, um, planetary transits and things because it helps me really live in alignment with cycles of nature that we go through, not just every year, but across generations and things like that as well. Um, and then I'll, I'll add just another, like more. So the way that I practice kind of my mysticism is I like to take a very pragmatic approach, right? So like, let's dream and kind of float in the clouds, but how do we bring it down to earth in a way that's actually going to make our human lives more enjoyable, more fulfilling, a little easier. Um, and so there's really an opportunity to look at the elemental aspects of these signs too, when you are kind of figuring out what you need, like in a very, very general um, way, um, look at where your sun is, right? So each sign has an element that's associated with, there's fire, earth, air, water. If you're a fire sign and you're feeling eh, whether it's burnt out, there's too much, or like you've lost your spark, you literally can incorporate the element of fire into your life to start to fuel that again. Um, so if that looks like burning candles, if it looks like um, campfires, if it looks like actively moving and going for a run, um, really kind of embodying that element will help you kind of shift back into alignment with, with who you are. Um, and I'll just run through because I'm sure everyone is like, well, what's mine, right? So if you're new, totally new to astrology, um, earth is, is, I mean, get outside, take your shoes off, play in the dirt, um, go for a hike, like literally just incorporate earth um, into your life. I have a, I don't know, you can't see it because my filter's on. I have like a scales behind me. Um, and I use like sand and crystals, um, in one to like incorporate the earth elements. So like surround yourself with crystals, anything earthy, um, work with Mandy because you have a ton of product offerings that are all about like getting back into your body and in touch with nature. Yeah. Um, yeah, like air is, is incense, essential oils, um, getting outside. I mean, for all of them, just get outside whenever you're feeling eh. Like getting outside raises your vibration because you're just going to match what's around you, right? We like adapt to our environment as people. So just get outside, um, especially like on a nice windy day, like go somewhere where you can feel the wind in your hair um, and then water. So I'm a triple water sign. So water is really uh, big for me. Um, so obvious things like taking a bath, um, 
or taking a shower, but then also like doing the dishes I find is one of the most therapeutic like moments of my day. And I used to, I like don't naturally love chores, but I have had some of the biggest spiritual breakthroughs while I'm doing the dishes. And it's because I've been incorporating my, my element. So um, I know that typically we think of astrology as like the study of the stars and the cosmos and, and it is, but it also, it grounds us um, into, you know, nature and earth and, and teaches us how to live with those cycles. I love that. Um, and I, I think it's, I love your perspective on this too, because I feel like when a lot, a lot of people think about astrology, they think of like, oh, the stars in the sky and how they connect, but Mm -hmm. to actually relate it to the elements is really important as well. Um, I'm Libra, so I definitely have a lot of, a lot of, I have a lot of air in my chart. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it's interesting how you said about like where you've had your own breakthroughs. I feel like I have a lot of my breakthroughs when I'm moving, Mm -hmm. whether a while ago when I was really into running, um, I became, I did my marathon, became a yoga teacher, and then I don't run that much anymore, but just running, I would have a lot of breakthroughs there. Now it's like going out and hiking, like moving on a trail, moving forward on a trail. Um, but just, and even driving just like that movement of like the car drive, like moving forward. So yeah, so like air and that movement, the quality of movement there, it has been really helpful with my own breakthroughs. So that's a really interesting perspective. (laughs) So I, if you don't mind, I'm going to add to that a little bit what you just said about yourself, um, because I had a a chance to peek at your chart and you're right. You have a ton of Libra. I think you have like five planets and like sun, moon rising, Venus, Mars, you have a ton of stuff happening in Libra. You also have your South Node there. Um, so your South Node is is basically what you came into this world with, the gifts that you came in from a past life, from childhood, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, all of it sits in Libra. Um, so that's probably why you very naturally like got on in a corporate environment. You could meet other people's needs. Libra is very much about being in relationship um, with people. That's probably why you love interviewing other people on your podcast instead of doing it solo and um, creating spaces that are are harmonious and balanced. Um, But then your North Node is in Aries, which is like, I am who I am. Fuck you if you don't like me. (laughs) Like, I'm going to do what is right for me. And if you don't like it, like, get out of my way basically right that's probably a dramatized version of it so all of the things that you were talking about action motion um driving is like very Aryan in nature and so what those things are doing is actually like putting you on the path to your higher potential which is like what your north node is kind of how you exit this world right south is how you come in the north node is how you leave and the journey, your life is like, you know, everything in between. So the more you embody kind of those Aryan qualities, like being an entrepreneur um, is very Aries, right? Like you literally transcended from being in partnership with a company to becoming your own boss is like just an example of of that journey. And, and one way it's played out in your life. 
Um, so thank you for sharing those details because it's always so fascinating to me. There are infinite, infinite ways your chart can manifest in your life, like infinite ways. It's not um, set in stone like ever because it, there's so much free will and, and the journey that you decide to take within it. Um, and so that's why I, I use astrology really as as a mirror to help people find meaning in events or meaning in the the, the way that they respond to things or like understanding what actually will make them feel happy and fulfilled versus what they're told will make them feel happy and fulfilled. Um, but then the journey to embody that is like, is all yours. Like you can, you can embody those energies in, in any way that that feels right for you. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. And thank you for sharing your insights too with my yeah. chart. It makes a lot of sense. And you know, another thing I was thinking about um, astrology, even with the with corporate world or honestly any anything I feel like astrology really helps when there's a lot of con a lot of us tend to control want to control things right you want to control life events um but I feel like astrology is really helpful in a in a sense that it allows you to surrender to like your charts it's it's there and like you said it can manifest in a lot of different ways but it's it gives you, it gives me at least a sense of relief of like, that makes sense of why things are this way, or, hey, I am aligned with my path, or yeah. um, I don't have to try so hard to control things for certain outcomes, because, yeah. you know, you just have to surrender into that. And especially coming from a corporate background, there's so much control around, you know, trying to meet deadlines, there's control around um you know it's not really control but when you do want to make the client happy it's like you 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 do what you need to do it's like that fire aspect of just making sure that they're they're happy um and their needs are being met and um just control over like say volume and and sales ends of things so yeah um but allowing this perspective with the corporate world really I can I feel like can really help people release yeah. into that need to, to control of like releasing to surrender as well so yeah, yeah. Um, and I I also think that there's an opportunity and this is what I've done for myself but to find work that heals us um and that's that's kind of the first thing I used astrology for um, so to give you like my own example, I'm a cancer sun, cancer rising. So very like nurturing by nature. Um, but when I was in this like very strategic role um, in my personal relationships, I was always taking on the role of the mother, the caretaker. I attracted partners that needed to be cared for. And like, it was not healthy for me. <laughs> And then the moment I stepped into a role in my work that gave me an outlet to help people and help um, on an emotional level and support people on an emotional level in like a container, then my purse, the personal relationship that came in is like the healthiest thing I've ever been in because oh. I didn't need to find someone that needed me to take care of them because now I have an outlet for that in a way that serves me. 
Um, so that's a part of what I help clients look at too, is like, what are these patterns that are playing out? Because something, we yeah. all have energy that needs to be expressed and we have control over how and where we want to express it. So we can use it um, in a way that serves us or we can like be at its mercy. Um, it, but we have that choice, which is really kind of exciting to, to show people um, and to watch yeah. them embrace because it just unlocks so much opportunity from there I love it so on the podcast I say that we do this for self and world healing um that's what the just earthly podcast is all about through nature so I was curious how do you heal through nature Marissa yeah I love that question um I'm I just like to be outside like I the biggest kind of shift I think that's ever happened for me um, was when I turned 30, I took myself to Sedona, Arizona. I don't know if you've ever been there. Um, yeah. If you haven't, that would surprise me and you should absolutely go. <laughs> Last February. Um, oh, amazing. Okay. So I went by myself and just like sat on rocks all day. <laughs> like had the bit when I came home my entire life like transformed before my eyes without like effortlessly effortlessly um I think that that nature is just like so intrinsically healing all it asks us to do is like spend time with it right like yeah. it it will all it asks us to do is spend time with it. Um, it has so much to teach us. I have to plug this book. I haven't read it in a few years and, and talking to you really kind of resurfaced it for me. Um, it's called Emergent Strategy by Adrienne Marie Brown. Highly recommend if you haven't yeah. read it. It's amazing. And what it is, is it like each chapter kind of talks about patterns and behaviors found in nature and how we could Adapt, adopt them for our own conscious evolution, right? Like wow. of humanity, of hu of community. It has like really beautiful quotes and just, I, it's incredible. I have to reread it. I pulled it off of my bookshelf. It's like, I have written all over inside. Um, awesome. My favorite quote, if you don't mind, I'll read it, has kind yeah. of like inspired my whole business I guess the the mission of my business um and it says your life is your spiritual path don't be quick to abandon it for bigger and better experiences you are getting exactly the experiences you need to grow if your growth seems to be slow or uneventful for you it is because you have not fully embraced the situations and relationships at hand to know the self is to allow everything to embrace the totality of who we are all that we think and feel, all that we fear, and all that we love. Um, and it's, so Paul Farini, I think he's a he's a coach or a consultant or he's in the self-development space, um, found it on a sign on the laundry house in Hawaii, which I just think is Ooh. so adorable. Like what an insightful find. Um, that quote has really kind of, again, sparked the whole mission of my business. Um, I use a version of it in some of my marketing that's awesome. um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, I have not actually heard of that book, so I will probably be adding it to my library after we talk. Um, yeah. For those that are listening, I'll make sure I plug in um, the book title as well, just as a 
a way to access that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. And yeah, it's, it, did you, going back to Sedona, did you find the vortexes? Like, did you hike to any of the vortexes? So I think so. I like, it was a very, it was very much a choose your own adventure type kind of vacation for me. Um, so I, I stayed in an Airbnb and just to give you, I mean, I'll just share it. I drove so my friends were getting married in Las Vegas so I drove to the same weekend I was like perfect I already have a a trip booked I'll just like shift the flight and then I'll drive to Arizona from Vegas um and so like as I got I don't know within like 20 minutes from where I was staying I like it the sun was setting I crested this hill and the view was like I had to pull over it was so breathtaking like emotions took over like God was there, like spirit was like, I've never so tangibly felt connected like that before. Um, And so I'm like, you know, driving this little mini Cooper, like trying to hold myself together to get to the Airbnb. And the host met me outside. And she just she like could tell that I was emotional. And she just hugged me. And she said, I know. sobbing and then she like gave me all of these books to go find the vortexes so it was just like this really kind of I don't know why I just shared all of those details with you um but as like as the the weekends kind of unfolded I would like pick a random vortex to visit in the book and then go see if I could find it and like just I don't know kind of followed my my will the whole time but um did you do the vortexes I know that they have like plant like group hikes and things to to find them I so I feel like I kind of did similar to what you did where I I hadn't known that ahead of time that you kind of had to do more of a group guided Mm -hmm. tour I think for to know exactly the spot but I will tell you the two hikes that were supposed to have vortexes I feel like my experience is so dramatic. Like I love being outdoors and I love hiking, but like the very first one, like, I don't know why, but I have this fear of being stuck out on a, like being stuck on a trail and it getting dark. So I, the very first one, I went out there and it basically was sunset and I thought it was going to be a shorter trail than it was. So I'm out there it's getting dark (laughs) I'm freaking out because it's like one of the ones um I think it was like the airport mesa one I think it's called Uh, I don't know if you did that but it was dark when I was doing it I felt like you were on like the side of a cliff because you could see down into like the valley and it was so windy (laughs) I just kept walking and walking and like at one point like my foot kind of slipped and I just sat there and like started crying <laughs> I'm like never that dramatic but then I also had this weird the second one I had this weird um like fear of heights as well and I never have any fear of heights so I'm like something weird was going I thought the vortexes would have been like super cool I always heard good things but I'm like yeah. it messed me up <laughs> <laughs> Like the desert was trying to get you to heal some shit, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I felt dizzy. I don't know. It was just, maybe it was just too much. But one thing yeah. I thought was really cool is I originally, or the first one ended up 
turning around because I think I was out there for like 45 minutes and it was dark, past dark. But the moon, I was so grateful for the moon because it was lighting my path. It was like the only light that there was. And I was just like, there's just this magical thing of like the moon just guiding me and like nourishing my fears and um, fears that I apparently only had in Arizona. But um, yeah, but there's something that was like really special about that. So I do want to go back and explore some more. I feel like I didn't yeah. have enough time to explore when I was there. But um, yeah, and hope to have a less dramatic. I don't know what was going on with me. But that it was- sounded amazing. That sounds amazing. Like you got exactly what you... <laughs> it just like didn't come in the package that you were expecting. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was an adventure. But um. Yeah, apparently I have a uh, fear of heights and I didn't even know it or only in Arizona. So um, yeah, well, thank you so much, Marissa, for sharing. Um, I do want to offer the opportunity for you to share how listeners can connect with you outside of this. I will always link this down into the description of the podcast and eventually YouTube, but I always think it's good to get that little thing where you can yeah, hear. That little <laughs> <plug>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so my website, really easy, marissafontana.com. It's M-A-R-I-S-S-A-F-O-N-T-A-N-A. Um, Mandy will put it in the in the show notes. That's probably the most consistent place to find me. I'll be honest, I'm still navigating like what social media platform feels right because by nature, social media is not my jam. It's like one of those things that I'm I'm trying to feel into what feels um, best for me. I am on LinkedIn. So if any of your listeners are on LinkedIn, um, we'll put that link in the chat as well. Um, And then I'd also like to offer, so I am starting um, a group mastermind. The next cohort is in April. Um, So I think that this podcast is going to be released right around the end of March. Um, So Mandy, I'd like to give your listeners um, a week uh, early access to joining that mastermind. Um, so we'll put the details in the show notes, um, a little discount code, just as a thank you, you, um, to your listeners and, and what this, this mastermind is, I'm not going to reveal the name of it yet, but it essentially embodies everything that we just talked about. Um, a journey of self-discovery through the lens of career, through the lens of how do you align your work with your purpose? Um, and so it's basically 50-50 one-on-one coaching and the benefits of, of being in a group um, as you go go through that journey. So more details to come. I will put everything on my website um, as we get closer. Awesome. That sounds so exciting. And I will definitely make sure I link that down into the description as well. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing today, Marissa. I'm so excited for you. And I I love the work that you do. So it's been fun chatting. You too. Yeah. Thanks a lot.